Hey everybody, Jeff Antoniak here. Welcome to Digging Deeper Jazz. Well, today I want to talk about 13th chords and the sort of scary, <laughs> scariness of these chords. Um, I remember as a, you know, beginner jazz player, as a real novice, and I would start seeing these numbers getting bigger than seven, like a C7 chord. At some point I'd figured out what a C7 chord is. C9, that's getting a little scary. And now there's 11th and 13th and sharp this and flat that. And that would really slow me down. That would bog me down. I began to think I didn't know what I was doing. And, um, and I know there are many, many, many of you out there. Uh, and I want to try to solve this problem very, very quickly. So there's going to be two big concepts today. And we'll use the 13th chord as an example. And I'm going to put the PDF up on the screen for you. I would love to send this to you. If this is helpful to you, just email me. Um, we're going to use a C 13th chord as our point of departure. And that is a dominant chord underneath. When you see C 13, the implication is there's a flat seven in there. If you were to see C major 13, okay, well that has a major seven. This is a dominant seven. So we start with one, three, five, flat seven, just a dominant chord. And then we put interesting sounds over top. That's really all it is. So I tell you what, let me turn to the piano and I'll play uh, a dominant chord for you and then we'll hear this, you know, what it sounds like if I add a nine and a 13 on top. So here's a dominant chord. I'm just playing one, three, and flat seven. Not even the five. We don't need the five in there. And now I will add the ninth on top. But all I need you to know is it's, it's still that basic dominant chord. And now I can add a 13th on top of that. So a C7 with a 9 and a 13. This is a C13 voicing. So pretty straight ahead. So here's the biggest, biggest thing I want you to know is that when we start adding extensions, it doesn't change that underneath is the basic sound of, in this example, a dominant chord. So C13, it's a dominant chord. Whatever you've done on every other dominant chord you saw today, that's what you do on the C13 chord. Now, part two, we're gonna get a little deeper into it, but that's huge. Um, I like hamburgers, okay. So you can put lettuce on a hamburger, or tomato, or bacon, or mustard, or a hundred other things. Does not change the fact that it's a hamburger, right? You can put 10 or 15 different condiments, it's still, a hamburger. So that's the analogy, is um, the chord is still dominant. You treat it like a dominant chord. You treat the hamburger like a hamburger. Whatever you were going to do with a hamburger, you do with the hamburger that has lettuce on it. Got it. Okay. So um, <clears throat> that's where we go. So whatever licks, whatever ideas you're comfortable with on a dominant chord on a C7, you can do that on a C13 chord. Now there are extensions as we get higher, as we do a flat 13 and a flat nine, maybe that starts implying other things. Okay, um, we can get there, but for today, you don't need to worry about that stuff. I think it's easy enough to say that all the extensions on a dominant chord, just treat it like a dominant chord. Now that's huge, and that was big news to me, so I guarantee it's gonna be big news to a lot of you out there. When you see C13, all I want you to think is C7. 
It's just a cool extension there that the piano player can choose to play or not. The bass player can choose to use that in their bass line, but they may not play anything much different than if the chord said C7. So that right there is huge. Okay, so the next thing now is let's go beyond that. The composer, for some reason, did write C13 for that chord change. So maybe let's figure out what that sound is about. And that's, that's where we go from here. So now think about if I wanted to do the world's greatest YouTube video on salt. I'm going to explain to the world what salt tastes like. That's not going to work, right? I could put up chemical equations of what salt is made from and what, you know, I can, I can talk around it, but I can never tell you what salt tastes like. So here's what you do. Go get some salt and put it on some food. And now you know, right? You could put not enough salt. You could put too much salt. You could try putting salt on sweet things. You could try putting salt on savory things. And you'll come to an understanding of salt. You're not a chemist. You're not a chef but you're figuring it out for yourself, right? And you did it by using those senses, by using food you knew ahead of time. I know what a piece of chicken tastes like. I know what ice cream tastes like. I'm gonna put salt on those and I'm gonna see how it changes things, okay? That's what I'm suggesting we do here. What we wanna do is come up with melodies, melodies you know with that sound. So if you look on the sheet, this is actually, I think, where I, I was trying to think back, where did I really get to know what the 13th sounded like? And I'm pretty sure it was this great song, Brazil. There's this neat counter line or introduction line to the tune. And it uses the sixth or 13th scale degree. And it sounds like this. I love that line. It's so cool. It's got, of course, all the great rhythm built into it and everything else. But it's the fifth sharp five, six, going up to the sixth. And, oh, all of a sudden I have a context of what the sixth or the thirteenth sounds like. And I also kind of learned something about how it might be used. From the fifth, we go up to the sharp five, up to the sixth, and then we fall back down. Okay, that's how that composer chose to use it. But... Ah, now I have one way to think about it. Oh, French fries, put salt on them. That's one way, one food, one person thought to use salt. But now you know what salt tastes like. And now maybe you can imagine using that in a different context, in a different place. So that's my second big thing I want to say is how do you learn all these sounds and these extensions and where they come from and how to use them and when and all? No, no, just relax. Just pick one melody you know and really learn what that taste sounds like, right? I think I'm mixing my metaphors now. Uh, but you get the idea, right? What does that sound sound like? What does that spice taste like? And when you have that one, now you can think about how it works with something else. Huh, I wonder what a good uh, companion for salt would be. Well, pepper is sort of a classic, right? So yeah, that idea. And um, working this stuff in, 
based on melodies. As I said, that's the second big idea. So now we have to start thinking about melodies we know that have the 13th or the 6th scale degree. Hey, before I forget to tell you, uh, a week from tomorrow, I'm going to be up in Toronto, Toronto, Ontario, Canada, doing a workshop on some of this great digging deeper jazz wire information. So if you haven't signed up yet, I'd love to work with you in Toronto. We have people driving a couple hours to this workshop from all around Ontario. Uh, I can't wait to work with those folks. And in January, I'm going to be in San Diego, California, Pomona, California in January. Uh, there'll be more events coming up through the spring, but next summer in August 2020, I'm going to be in Europe for about a month doing workshops around Europe. So I want you to sign up for Jazzwire Germany. That one is set and it's almost uh, totally booked up. I think there's four spots left. So write uh, the email below, write Thorsten. Uh, he's the artistic director of the camp. I'll be there with him and get signed up for Jazzwire Germany in Bavaria outside Munich. It'd be fantastic to work with you there. Okay, so let's look at this PDF again. And as I said, I'd love to uh, get this off to you. Send me an email. Another place where I began to learn what these 13ths or 6ths sound like and how they functioned. You can see example number three. And in this example, instead of the 6th going, you know, being related to the 5th and sort of sneaking up from the 5th, here the 6th scale degree is an approach to the flat seven. It's a half step below the flat seven. That's a classic bebop sound. It's an enclosure, if some of you know enclosures from some of the previous videos, but that idea, that approach note to the seventh. Ah, that's the sixth, that's the 13th. licks, those melodies. There's so many of them. Whether you go back to Motown and Stevie Wonder, you know, whatever it is. So that's the way I want you to do it. So the first big item that we talked about here is that these extensions, in a sense, can be ignored. They are just a little extra spice or style added onto the basic chord. In our example today, a 13th chord, right? And then the second thing is, okay, let's actually learn what this sound sounds like, and how do we do that? Could we could buy an ear training app, or you know, there's all these things, and and basically most people just kind of put it to the side and don't really think much about it. I'm suggesting we learn this stuff by melodies. Learn these sounds by accumulating melodies that use them, and that way someone doesn't have to explain to you what a thirteenth sounds like. You can hear it for yourself and you put it together, and then you learn another melody that has a 13th. And before you know it, you know what this sound is all about. It's the way to go. And of course, we would do that with sharp nines, and sharp 11s, and flat 13s, and everything else. So thank you so much for tuning in. I really hope this helps. Those are two really pretty straight ahead observations, but they were huge for me. And both those things, I sort of had to discover myself. I didn't have um, anyone sort of take me by the hand and lead me to these two sort of simple ideas. And I'll tell you that I've used them in my teaching for a lot of years, and I've gotten people moving ahead really quickly with them. So um, I hope this helps out. And if this is the kind of work you would like to do in a really in-depth way, I'd like to see you at jazzwire.net. All right. Thanks so much. 
Appreciate you tuning in. And please share these videos with other people. If you have other musicians that you play with, um, please share this stuff with them. If it's good for you, they uh, may enjoy it too. Thanks so much. See you next time. Thank you.